Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Thanks for taking the trek up here to see my studio. I'm glad you're here today because I've got this new piece that I ain't too sure about, but I want to get your thoughts on it. What do you think? First of all, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. And secondly, let me take a look. Uh, oh, man. I'm sorry to say, but I I hate it. Uh, oh, man. R- really? Oh, I gotta be honest. I, I wasn't too sure about it myself, but I'm... I'm sad to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know what else is unfortunate? What's that? It's Opposites Day! Oh, you little stinker! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I actually, I love it, it's great. Oh, man, you had me going there. Well, that's great to hear, that's great news. So, um, the other reason I brought you up here was because... I actually wondered if you might want to purchase it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me get my wallet out right now. Oh, really? That's great news. It sure would be, but it's Opposites Day. Oh, <laughs> you got me again. Wait a minute. Yeah, and I cleared my whole schedule, so I'm going to hang out with you all day. Oh, I just Let me get something out of my car real quick. Oh, okay. Frickin' Opposites Day, indeed. Do you remember that game? You might call it Opposite Day, but we used to call it Opposites Day. Back in the day when we were kids, it was like you said something sincere, and then it would be like, really? And you'd be like, it's Opposites Day! And uh, it was just a bunch of little shits. (laughs) But hey, you developed a thick skin that way. We had a lot of stuff like that as kids. Opposites Day, the whole not thing. Yeah, I love it. Not! Reminds me of uh, Wayne's World. Excuse me, I fell. Uh, So anyway, what does Opposites Day have to do with this podcast? Uh, Not a lot, actually. Thanks for listening. No, I wanted to talk about the power of opposite, of the opposite, not Opposites Day, but I wanted to talk about the power of opposite. And I'm going to talk about it with basically two kind of similar but different frameworks. And one of those is, I don't know if anybody's heard of Byron Katie, but she has this thing called The Work. She's kind of a spiritual self-development person, uh, and, and she has a framework called The Work, and it really is powerful in helping you to kind of reframe things and think about stuff differently. So it would go something like this. There's a series of questions that you would do. It's like, is it true? 
is this true? Like this thought, like you'd say, I'm no good at art. And you'd say, is this true? And the second one is, can you absolutely know that it's true? And you have to think about that. And then this is, how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? Well, I feel like shit. (laughs) What would you be without that thought? I would be happy, right? So then you do a turnaround. And this is the opposite part. You find the opposite of something, you know, like, for example, maybe in that one, I suck at art. It would be, I am amazing at art. That's the opposite. Or maybe nobody likes my art. Uh, And then you can say, everybody likes my art is the turnaround. Or maybe it's, if you're doing some really deep self-help work, you'd be like, I don't like my art. It's not that nobody else likes my art. It's I don't like my art. And then I have to do some work on myself to kind of figure out what it is about me that makes me insecure about my art. And then I can develop a way to work on that and, you know, get more confident in my own work. So this framework is really important and it really works with a lot of things. It works with relationships in your life. If you're dealing with like a narcissist or let's say you're dealing with a person in your life that you love and maybe you feel like you're being disrespected or you feel like you're not getting um, you know, the love that you deserve or whatever. Maybe it's just an insecurity that's going on with you, or maybe it's a misperception. And this framework really helps you to ask these questions. And then you can kind of turn it around and see it from a different perspective. Because I think that's one of the things that makes it so difficult for us to change and to evolve is that we're so stuck in our own mind and our own mindset and our own perspective that we can't really step outside that and see it from a different perspective. So this kind of forces you to do that, to almost, no, no, hang on. Let me question this thought and let's see why I have this thought. What are the roots of this thought and what is the opposite of it? And how could I be better without this thought? So that's one way I wanted to talk about opposite. Opposites day. That's one way. And then the other one goes to our buddy, Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss is uh, the Tim Ferriss show. Tim Ferriss, F-E-R-R-I-S-S. I listen to that a lot and it's really a podcast about high performers and, you know, finding out ways to excel and learn how other people have excelled in their own individual careers and career paths. And I found it to be really helpful throughout my career. And in and of itself, it's a little bit of an opposite approach to me because instead of listening to just art podcasts and being like, okay, I'm going to figure out how these other artists are doing it. No, I take the opposite approach and I listen to somebody who's in a different field who's excelling and you know he's been a great angel investor and he's been an entrepreneur and he talks to people who are like really successful in these individual categories but he also talks to artists he talks to uh, investors he talks to athletes top performers in almost every field but you know it's one of those things where i've gotten so many different perspectives just by listening to that so it's kind of the opposite of the field that i'm in and i get a lot of energy and I get a lot of uh, perspective from that. So one of the questions that Tim Ferriss asks is, what if the opposite were true? So that's another way of thinking about stuff in your life and in your art. For example, like if you're working on a piece and you're like, oh, you know, here is the only way that you can approach this piece or that I've approached this piece, or there's an old school way of thinking about, well, you know, you have to lay thin first, and then it's thick over thin if you're working with oil paints. Well, hang on a second. What if the opposite were true? What if you tried a different technique instead of just believing this to be the fact? And and I know that there is some basis to that, obviously, and drying times matter and the way you're laying the paint down, but maybe you could get a different kind of technique from swapping that. Like I love seeing my paint decay. I love seeing texture decay, and I love to see some bubbling in my work, and I love to see the work actually evolve. It's almost like a fine wine, right? You bottle uh, these grapes that have been fermented and 
And over time, it's like an evolving thing based on when you want to open it or the season or the weather at that time. It's always evolving and changing and growing. And it becomes, you know, if you wait too long, it can, it can be corked and it can turn into a bad bottle of wine. And it's the same thing with art. It can evolve even after you're done with it. Like I can ship a piece off that's an oil piece or an oil painting that's been done for three months. And two years from now, that painting might still be evolving and change and kind of decay a little bit, or or maybe the, the paint will bubble a little bit in certain places. And I think personally, because I'm a huge texture person, and as long as you're conveying that to the collector that you actually are into this evolution of the process, as long as nothing is being damaged in the process, I think this evolving medium is really cool. So what if the opposite were true? Uh, what's another example of this? Well, I'll take one from my own life personally, and it was something that I subscribed to for many years, which was, I will never be successful as an artist until I get in with the right gallery. So I spent all this time developing my work, trying to get in with the right gallery, getting into a bunch of shows, getting into a bunch of different galleries, and then going like, huh, you know, this really isn't it. Or, you know, maybe I hadn't gotten into the right gallery, but all the galleries that I'd been in, it wasn't really lifting me out of, you know, poverty. It wasn't really, you know, getting my work seen. I was getting some sales and I was getting my work with some collectors, but it wasn't really setting the world on fire. So what if the opposite were true? And that was, no, I don't need a gallery to be successful. I just need myself to step up and be successful. And that's what I did. I found ways to do that. And I've talked about this many times, so I'm not going to belabor this point, but that's another way of turning this on its head and asking what's the opposite of this. There's so many variations of this in so many different ways. Like you could be utilizing this to kind of shake up some thoughts that are holding you back. Like maybe you're afraid about AI coming out. Well, maybe your thought is AI is going to kill the art world. AI is going to kill, you know, the average artist. Well, what if the opposite were true? And how can you utilize that? What if AI is going to be one of the biggest tools that we could use as artists? Now, I don't use AI, but I'm sure there are many ways if we thought outside the box that we could utilize AI to at least make certain things easier in our practice, maybe even to develop certain ideas on how to get the work out there and how to be successful. Or maybe it could just expedite or make certain part of the process easier as an artist. So what if the opposite were true? You know, there's so many examples of this in the world and in life. One of the easiest ones for me is dietary stuff. It's like in the past, it was like, well, don't eat fat. You know, fat makes you fat. And the opposite turned out to be true. It was always like, oh, stay away from fats. They make you fat. Uh, you know, saturated fat makes you fat. Well, it turns out it's not true. If you're eating high quality fats like MCT oil or coconut oil or extra virgin olive oil, even uh, certain types of, you know, ghee or stuff like that, it actually turns on your metabolism and makes you burn fat. It makes you thinner and it's really good for you. There's so many examples of this in the world. And I would just recommend that you start looking for these and certain people who've excelled in their field by going like, you know, in order to be successful, I need to go to college and then I need to get my master's degree. Or I need to get my business degree. Or I need to get my MFA as an artist. Well, what if the opposite were true? Some of the best people, some of the people who are most successful in the world, billionaires even, have dropped out of the college. Not only did they not finish college and get their master's, they dropped out of college. Now, I'm not saying to drop out of college. I'm just saying that there are 
ways to break the mold and there's ways to kind of break the mold of your thinking and turn it on its head and think about it at least from a different perspective just by taking an opposite approach or forcing yourself to come up with alternatives to that that might be an opposite. I think that's really powerful. And I just wanted to put this out there today because I think a lot of times we can get stuck in our own myopic kind of thinking. And if you can be good or if you can develop this skill, if you can make this skill better of being able to almost have different perspectives in your own head using these frameworks, I think it's just, I mean, it's one of the best skills you can ever develop. It's one of the best ways for you to find alternative methods to get your work out there and to be successful as an artist. So hopefully you've liked this. Uh, Reach out to me on social media with some thoughts. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, if you're ambivalent, you probably won't reach out. That's fine. But, uh, you know, I'm going to just say one more thing before we go. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Except that it's Opposites Day. Oh, man, I I guess nobody's safe from Opposites Day. I'm just joshing you. No, keep going. I want to hear what you have to say. Oh, really? Okay. Okay, good. Uh, Yeah, so one last thing before we... (laughs) Opposites Day. Ah, son of a... Yeah, little bugger got you too, didn't he? Let me take this one. We'll see you all next time on The Living Artist. Not! (sighs) This has been The Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.